in CrossFit worlds, hey, if you show up to a CrossFit gym, you're a badass by default. And there are levels to this because there's a whole other level of badassery that happens when you are a dedicated 5 a.m. CrossFitter. That's a whole different level of badassery. And today, we get to interview one of our 5 a.m. badass CrossFit females, the amazing Katie Woldridge, and learn her story. Stick around. Welcome to the CrossFit Edwardsville Community Podcast where we hear and learn from our coaches, CrossFitters, and Glen Ed community leaders. Now, here are your hosts, Dallas and Greg. Everybody, welcome to the CrossFit Edgel Community Podcast, where we learn from our CFE coaches, we meet and learn about our CFE CrossFitters, and occasionally meet and learn and interview Glen Ed community leaders and business owners. I'm your co-host, Greg G. Skelly, a.k.a. No. Coach G at CFE. I'm the CEO and GM here, and today I have the opportunity and privilege to speak with one of the amazing 5 a.m. CrossFit females, Katie <laughs> Wolders. Katie, welcome to the podcast. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Is this your first time ever being interviewed for a podcast? Yes, I think it is. Awesome. Well, hopefully we can set the bar really high and make it uh, <laughs> the most amazing experience. So, so uh, Katie became officially a part of our CFE community on December 20th of 2019 as a part of our CrossFit onboarding program. And according to the system, in the two and a half years that she's been CrossFitting here, she has amassed an astounding 306 confirmed CrossFit sessions. Katie is also a professional woman. She's a uh, school social worker for Civic Memorial High School. Today, we will learn more about Katie the CrossFitter, Katie the professional, Katie, the woman outside of the gym. So Katie, are you ready? Ready. Let's do it. Awesome. So we're going to break the ice with some of our fun, easier questions. You have over 300 CrossFit sessions under your belt so far. So clearly you have some perspective. What are some of Katie's all-time favorite CrossFit workouts? My favorite CrossFit workouts? Um, I love doing like cleans. I love cleans and deadlifts. Those would have to be my favorite workouts um the full workout i loved the thanksgiving wad the 12 days of thanksgiving um yes it yes. actually my first two years my first time doing it was the past thanksgiving um i was really scared of it <laughs> really intimidated by it whenever i first started so i was just like oh i can't make it or i have something else going on and so i just <laughs> would never come but then I was, I'm peer pressured pretty easily when it comes to gym stuff. I was peer pressured into finally trying it and it was so much fun. It's actually probably my favorite workout I've done now. So wait, who peer pressured you? And I have a, I have a suspicion. I think, I, I think I know who it might be, but who was it that finally said, Katie, you have to do this. <laughs> Angie. Angie Lovato. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she peer pressures me into just about everything in the gym <laughs> she specifically cited this when we interviewed her for the podcast recently mm -hmm. she's like you know katie and i have this special like this like dichotomy this relationship where we're constantly pushing each other to do all kinds yes. of things yes like if angie does something i'm like well i can do that and i feel like it's vice versa so we are we're really good for each other um especially at the 5 a.m or like if I'm, if I'm not there, everybody's like, well, you know, somebody else is going to have to st step up in Angie's spot to like push Katie. So it's just right. kind of like known. <laughs> one, one of the cool things with CrossFit is that it's like you'll find that person that with whom you resonate and they kind of push yeah. you to be your best self and bring out your best in the workout. So but for the audience here that might be uninitiated to this idea, Katie, 
your favorite workout, the 12 days of thankfulness workout. Why were you scared? And what is that workout? Tell the audience, what is the workout and why does that scare you? So the workout was, it's 12 different lifts or exercises and you Mm -hmm. do them kind of like the song 12 days of Christmas. So Mm -hmm. you like do it and you go the next one and then you keep going backwards. Um, So I don't know what really intimidated me of the workout the first time. Um, I think it was just like all the hype behind it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is really intense. This is going to be really hard and really long. Um, But I should have known myself a little bit better because I'm not a person who likes the workouts where I'm doing like the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. I like the ones that like change pretty quickly and have a lot of like variability in them. Right. Um, and that's exactly what the 12 days was. I mean, it's 12 different workouts the whole time. So um, it was constant change. And I really, really enjoyed that. And so once the Thanksgiving one was over, I'm like, that was freaking fun and awesome. Yeah. Like, let's let's do the Christmas one. When can I sign up? Like, can I sign up now? So yeah, yeah I have to ride on board onto that one. It was, I, I just think like the, the intimidation part of like 12 different lifts or 12 different workouts, that was kind of scary, but like, sure. Like I said, I should have known myself better. Like that's the kind of stuff that I, I prefer when I work out. One of the things that we hear often from people, what draws them or attracts them to CrossFit in the first place is that it's such a diverse experience with so much like variety in the exercises, mm-hmm. one of the things that makes it attractive. And I think mm-hmm. that there probably, there probably is no workout that we do that better captures the variety and that, that aspect of it like the 12 days of thankfulness workout, the 12 days of Christmas workout. Yes. So I think there are definitely two of mm-hmm. the best workouts that we do year long. Now let's kind of take the, the flip side to this story, Katie, the hard CrossFit workouts. What has been the hardest CrossFit workout that you have ever done? Uh, probably my first ever CrossFit workout. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. Well, I mean, obviously that one was probably my hardest because, you know, I come in, I have no idea what I'm doing and, um, so, and I was just exhausted afterwards, but besides obviously your first one is the hardest, anything with thrusters in it. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't want to do it. I, I will complain the entire time, like Angie there or not, like I'm complaining. I don't want to do it. Um, I think, is it Fran that has yeah. a bunch of, yeah. 21, 15, no. nine thrusters yep. and pull-ups. Yep. Oh yeah. I don't not pull up fan either. Like if, ugh. So really, Fran is just not for me. That's the one. So <laughs> That's the for, one. For, for Katie, what are the, you mentioned power cleans and deadlifts. We know, mm-hmm. we know those two. Like, what are the other exercises that get you the most excited? Like it comes up in the workout programming like, yes. Jump like, ropes. Jump rope? Really? Mm-hmm. I, like I jump, jump rope. rope. Really? I don't know. I just like to jump rope. I don't know what it is. The single unders, I've gotten really not really good, but I've really improved my double unders. So I think those yeah. are fun. So I enjoy, I don't know, I enjoy jump rope. And I also enjoy, we just did these the other day, um, lunges. And the moment right. I hate lunges, but like later on, because I can feel them so much, I know right. that they're, they're like worth worth doing it. So I feel really accomplished after lunges. You know, it's interesting. Like usually, uh, first, we almost never hear anybody say that the jump rope is one of their favorite parts of CrossFit. Like that mm-hmm. really, that really stands out. But when people do, it's often that it almost harkens back to like the, the playfulness of childhood or, you know, yeah. being on the playground, having fun, skipping rope with friends. It is, 
is that played to this with you somehow? It absolutely could. It absolutely could. Like it does. It just, it just, it's just fun. I don't know. That's how I would describe jumping rope. It's just fun. Right. Now, what do I ever like go out into my driveway and just jump rope on my own? No. Right. Maybe I should <laughs> make me happy, but like, no, I just really enjoy doing it. Like as a part of a workout. Yeah. Somebody had once characterized CrossFit as adult recess. <laughs> Maybe it is. I could Maybe see that. Bringing back the jump rope is kind of like getting back to being a kid and just having mm -hmm. fun on the playground. Maybe Playing that's on it. the bars know. and climbing the ropes. Like, definitely. I could totally see that. I will say for me, lunges are my absolute favorite exercise ever. Totally favorite exercise. They're so functional for so many things in life they're so practical and i love how it shapes my booty and my legs like i always i Can't know like we, we did lunges yesterday and i for sure know that we did lunges yesterday that you did lunges yeah that's how i feel <laughs> <laughs> so all right so you're a fairly veteran crossfitter now katie like what is the number one mistake that you see newbie crossfitters making uh i don't know Cause I try not to like compare myself to other people or like compare other people to me whenever I'm working out, because mm -hmm. I know we're all just so different and at different parts of our lives and like going through different things. So like, I don't really know if it'd be a, like for me to say that somebody's making a mistake whenever maybe that is really, you know, what they are doing to be the best that they could that day. Um, sure. But if I could give advice, it would definitely be like, don't give up or like, don't stop coming. Um, right. Cause I think, getting there is how you're going to be the most successful and see the most improvements. Um, so that would be, I guess, my advice to a newbie CrossFitter. Just the consistency of showing mm -hmm. up. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, that's how I feel like I've found like my most success is like the accountability behind coming and, you know, having the people push me and the relationships there. Right. And yeah. It's one of the five, so in our in our onboarding, we we teach five ways to get the most out of CrossFit, and mm -hmm. one of the five is CrossFitting consistently. Say like three times a week is a is a minimum, more is better. It's like that consistent exposure to the stimulus, which is born out of just showing up on Monday, and then showing up on Tuesday when your glutes are still extremely sore from all the lunges yesterday mm -hmm. and then showing up on Wednesday when your arms are extremely sore from all the push-ups on Tuesday and so on. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah. then for Katie, what, what's your number one goal in fitness right now as a CrossFitter, what's the most exciting thing for you to achieve or to aspire to next? Um, well, not on the weightlifting side of things, but like on the nutrition side of things and food, um, I'm starting like another four week like plan. So I'm really excited to get that going um, with summer coming up. I just know it's a, I guess super busy in the summer. Um, and it's a really, that's a good excuse for me to be like, Oh, I don't need to eat healthy. I don't need to stay on track. Like it's summer. I need to enjoy myself. So I'm excited to continue to keep nutrition, like on the forefront of my right. like journey here. Um, because with summer coming up, lots of vacations planned and, you know, going out and doing stuff. It's just, it's a good excuse to put it on the back burner, but I don't necessarily want to do that. So I'm excited to, you know, start that four week challenge again for myself and then continue it on for the rest of summer. Right. So that's, 
that's what they're doing going forward. Let, let's mm-hmm. kind of flip now and go back in time. So back in 2019, how did Katie Woldridge find out about CrossFit Everjo in the first place? Google. <laughs> Google. That's how the I found out about Google it. machine, as Dallas likes to say. Yes, that is how I came across. Um, so I was a very competitive softball player growing up. Um, I went now and I played collegiate softball. And then I graduated with that, obviously went to grad school. And I just missed the the competition that I would have with myself um, that softball would bring me. Um, and so I looked toward working out more like in grad school I grew up hating the gym I hated the gym you wouldn't catch me dead in the gym I hated it so much um but then grad school came and I had to like why did you hate it so much I don't know I don't know but like growing up playing softball you know like you got to be stronger if you want to get recruited like you gotta gotta start working out all this kind of stuff and it I'm like I just don't want to I don't know if it was people telling me how to do it and I was like well just because you're telling me to do it I'm gonna do the opposite or I don't know what it was, but is there a rebellious just... streak to Katie Wolfe? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But like, it was just not, it was not my thing growing up. Um, and then when I hit grad school, like I said, I had to find something to kind of push myself. Mm-hmm. Um, that competitive side of me that I no longer had was softball. And it right. came to the gym. And once I graduated with my master's, I came back here to the area I was like, I'm going to give like CrossFit a try. I had tried it for maybe a month in the past, um, but not long enough for me to really get into it simply because I left for school. Um, mm-hmm. so I'm like, I'm going to give that a try again and see how it goes. And it was exactly, really exactly what I was needing and looking for. So, so you, you Googled CrossFit near me or something <laughs> like <Yep>. that? <laughs> yep, I sure did. <laughs> So then, okay, then what is, what has been like your craziest or wildest or funniest memory of CFE last two and a half years here? This, and I'm going to guess it probably involves Angie in some way, but. Yeah, that's, so being a 5 a.m. or I'm not sure I've ever gone to a class that wasn't at 5 a.m., maybe one or two during the pandemic, um, but I'm just an early riser, early person, so 5 a.m. makes sense for me. So we're not really too wild and crazy at 5 a.m. We're kind of like quiet and asleep, really trying to wake up. So I don't feel like there's a lot of wild and crazy memories, but I just enjoy like I come in and I just laugh. I can I can always expect to have some type of laugh in the morning when I come right. to class. Like nothing really stands out. I just I always laugh no matter what. I don't care like who's there, who's at the class who's coaching the class. Um, Like everybody just has such fun personalities and they're all so different. And, but we all have the one common denominator of CrossFit and working out that we can all relate on. But I don't know. It's just, it's just fun being there. It's funny listening to people. It's what they did over the weekend or what they're planning on doing the weekend or um, people talk about their kids and funny work stories, like whatever it is, like there's always something that just is make, makes me laugh. So there's not a funniest memory, but I appreciate all the funny things. That I think that there's something really important to that aspect of this because like the workouts are stupendously challenging. Mm-hmm. And I think that for all of us, we need to have like the humor 
to offset some of the tension that comes with, oh my God, there's thrusters and pull-ups in this workout. I'm gonna die. Mm -hmm. Let's let's break the tension by joking about something. By joking about how much I hate this. Or by making fun of Katie. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Typically, yeah, typically. (laughs) Katie hates thrusters. You guys know that? We're gonna make her do extra. We're gonna make him do all of them. Yeah, you can handle all of these for us. So uh, you've been here two and a half years, Katie. What keeps you coming back to CFE? Oh my gosh, definitely. Like I said, the accountability, that's like huge for me. Um, and the people, I I love the people. I love meeting the people that come and go. Um, I really, I have found a love for the gym. Um, and this has just been a really good fit for me. It kind of just marks all of my boxes of, it's hard. I challenge myself. Um, I feel good when I'm done. I get to hang out with fun, successful people who, I mean, I feel like I get life advice every week um, from people, which I appreciate. And I don't know, it's just the environment, the whole environment, everything is just, it's really great. So you enjoy the best of both worlds. Like you have like the group CrossFit thing, the fitness side, as well as the nutrition coaching side of thing. Mm -hmm. Like for you, independent of anybody else, like what have been the best benefits that you've received in terms of like how you look, how you feel, how you perform as, a, as an athlete, uh, a woman, business professional, like what is it for you? Um, the confidence that has come with the nutrition, with the working out um, in all areas. Like I feel more confident in the gym. I feel more confident here at school. Not that I ever really have to like break out my muscles as a school social worker um but like you break I just, out the muscles of your mind yeah, ex- yeah exactly yeah. exactly <laughs> and that's another thing too like mental health it's helped my mental health tremendously um it is my I mean I, I preach it all the time to these kids like you you got to have a way to escape you have to have something that that helps you feel good and mine is mine's working out and so I appreciate I appreciate the gym for that side of things too sure so let's go a little bit farther <laughs> back in time so tell us about little katie like your upbringing and childhood where you're from what your family was like any special memories that really shaped you as a person um little katie grew up in a little town of brighton and i just went to a little school <laughs> yeah. um I grew up in a neighborhood where a lot of kids were my age. So we spent a lot of time outside goofing around out in the backyard and the dirt and the mud, riding bikes, um, playing sports, all the good stuff. Um, I was like, I've never been to, to Brighton, Katie, but you make it sound like a third world country. <laughs> it's just a, it's just a tiny town. With the mud and the sticks out there. Yes, yes. It's a, it's a small small little town um lots of farming um cornfields you know I mean my my high school's nickname is cornfield high so like you can take that as you will um I'm gonna give you so much crap about that (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah um so you know we just found our own ways to entertain ourselves outside but I like I said I grew up I was a very competitive softball player I started playing travel softball at eight age eight I was on a travel team wow and that that is what has shaped me into me um we would travel all over the country every weekend playing tournaments um and it was 
Like I, I wouldn't trade it for anything. It was so much fun. I got to meet so many new people. I got to see so many cities and states and different cultures and I can just appre- I can appreciate things because of the opportunity that my parents had given me to be able to follow that dream. And eventually it took me into playing college ball. Um, I mean, it really, it really shaped like who I was and who I am. Made so many friends. Um, it was great. I find that for a lot of people, like CrossFit becomes, like they graduate from a college sport and they graduate into CrossFit because it gives them an outlet to have a similar mm-hmm. competitive experience, a similar mm-hmm. experience of having a coach and teammates and training together and training hard, having an objective, having a goal, but in a way that kind of it matches life, being a professional person. Like, okay, now I can't spend two and a half hours on the soccer field. I can't spend two and a half hours in batting practice. Right. I need to get the outlet for all these things in like this much time. If it happens in, in, in an hour in the morning before I go to work, it works. Or if it happens in the morning, it happens in the evening after work, it works out. Otherwise, no. But yeah. So tell us about let's get back to, to like the family side of things. Tell us about family now, like significant others, other family, future family aspirations. Let's let's hear about that side of Katie. So my family all lives in the area. I have I have a sister and then my mom and dad. Um, my mom lives in Godfrey, my dad lives in Alton. I live in Alton. My sister lives in Alton. Um, we are all so, so close. Um, my parents are divorced and remarried. Uh-huh. And that is like the extended family that I've gotten from the divorce is uh-huh. fantastic. I love my stepmom, step siblings, like everybody um, at the time. You know, you think you're going through something really hard of the divorce and it turns out that it ended up being, I end up having more people to love and a bigger family. Right. Um, my sister just had a baby. Well, I guess I can't say just had a baby. She's almost a year old now. Um, and it's Aunt Katie now. Yes, it's Aunt Katie now. Um, and that has been so much fun to have a little, a little niece and then to watch my sister become a mom. She's always wanted to be a mom and you know, we always knew she'd be an amazing one, but to actually see her and watch her go through it is, it's incredible. What's her name? Claudia. Shout out to Claudia here. Shout out to Claudia. Great mom, great sister. I mean, yes. what I love is that, like, you're able to positively, like, embrace. Like, so for so many people, like, once their their parents separate and mm-hmm. you get into having step this and step that, like, it can mm-hmm. often be, like, tension or conflict there and it's I, I love that you've been able to mm-hmm. as you put it find more people to love yeah, exactly great. more people love me and I love more people right well, I think it speaks to you guys as people that you can learn to adapt and you know love in a, in a new way because I'm sure like you know the, the divorce thing is, is tough on everybody absolutely when it mm-hmm. what about Katie the professional woman tell us more about like your career and <laughs> How you spend your time when you're not at the CrossFit gym? Gosh. Um, so I'm a high school social worker. This is where I spend all of my time. You're in my office right now. It's kind of ugly and bare because I have to have it emptied out before the end of the year. But um, yeah, come here every day. And I basically just get to talk and help kids all day long. It's so much fun. Um, 
I love people. I love people's stories. I love hearing about like what makes them them, um, the uniqueness behind everybody. And so I really enjoy coming here and listening to them and talking to them and, you know, help to guide them in the best way that I can through things that they're going through. Um, I have been here for, this will be my third year, first year, no COVID. Yay. Now my first year was 2020. So that was rough. Um, And I am working to become a licensed clinical social worker right now. Um, That'll just open up some more job, job opportunities for me if I decide that I need to move on or do something else. Um, So that's been, that's my next big thing I would like to check off of my list. Next step for Katie professionally. Yep. Yep. What about hobbies and interests outside the gym? Like what you do for fun besides fitness? Tell us about like friends and shout out your people. Um, well, I gave a huge shout out to like one of my main people would be my sister. Um, yes. Hang out a lot with her. Spend a lot of time with her. Um, I, my best friend, Rachel, my friend, Alyssa, like those are my people. Um, they work super hard. I got, she's in, Rachel's out in nursing school, becoming a nurse. And Alyssa, she's a probation officer. Um, I'm just, you know, super proud of them. We enjoy going out and getting coffee. I mean, you saw me at a coffee shop the other day. I mean, I spend yeah. all my, almost all of my time at a coffee shop if I'm not like at school. Um, I love, we love getting coffee. We love going shopping. Um, I play, that's like one world of mine. And then I do a lot of like me time with my dog. <laughs> my yeah. dog is also my best friend. I should consider her in that. Um, we, I love to What's be outside. Dog name? Ember. Ember. Shout Ember, out to Ember. Yeah. If Ember yeah. ever watches this podcast, I don't know if Ember is a podcast <laughs> listening kind of dog. What kind of dog is Ember? She is a pity mix. A pity mix. Those are mm-hmm. podcast listener type dogs, right? Mm-hmm. That's a personality I would, they have. I would think so. Yeah. If I had to guess, I, I would think right. so. Yeah. I, we uh we do all kinds of stuff together. We um we love to hike and kayak and go out boating and um she goes to like my softball games with me. I play so pitch softball and I coach softball and I coach volleyball. She does that stuff with me. Um traveling, I is like number one on my list. I love, love, love to travel. Um, Ember and I recently went on a cross-country road trip. It was about a week long. We went out to Colorado for a couple days, and then we went on out to Utah. I've always wanted to see Utah, so I just decided to go out and do it. Um, She came with me, and we came back through. Um, She's gone down to Florida with me. My dog's seen it all. She's seen the beach, the city, the mountains, the desert. Like, My question is whether, like, Ember is the kind of person that likes to get out on the road and travel and see the world, or if Ember's like, oh, my God, we're, we're on a road trip again. Yeah, I think it's the second one. <laughs> it's like, but is, I don't really care. Like, this is awesome. And Ember's like, you're yeah. losing it. Like, let's, let's yeah. stay here. I have... I have my backyard and I have my bone here and like I'm having a great time in Edwardsville, Glen Carbon area. She is quite, she's quite lazy. Um, whenever I was looking for a dog, 
I was like, I want one that is active and it will go on runs with me and hikes with me. And um, that's not at all what Ember is. She, she does it. She <laughs> does it. Um, but I do think that if I gave her the option to not, she would choose not. But too bad. She's my dog. Yeah. You're, <laughs> you're, you're a, who's in charge here, Katie? Exactly. <laughs> me. It's almost like, it seems like just the, a theme for you is that like you seem to really enjoy stuff that has you going out and being active and interacting with people. It's oh, you know, softball yes. coaching. It's like in your profession, you like to meet people, get to know their story, help yes. you direct them. In your free time, you're going out and you're hitting coffee shops and having coffee with people. Like I would, it definitely would appear at least that Katie is like hardcore on the extrovert side of things. Oh, I think I'm right in the middle. No kidding? Really? Yes. Yes, right in the You're middle. You're living an extrovert lifestyle. Mm-hmm. But I am, I'm pretty like quiet and shy at it, quiet and shy at first. Um, so yeah, I, I do feel like I have bits and pieces of both in me. Yeah. I think that everybody lives on like a spectrum of it in, mm-hmm. in some regard. Absolutely. Like, there's, there's aspects of the extrovert, aspects of the introvert. And it's yeah. like, which is the one that comes out for you? Probably, I, I would that, probably say more extrovert. I would. Yeah. Well, do you find it. that like you're energized after you go out of an evening of coaching softball or playing softball? You come home like energized from the interaction with the people, or is it more energizing for you to be on the road alone by yourself, cell phones turned off? Which is it for you? <sighs> In the moment, I'm more energized by the people. But like once I get home from a long day of interacting with people, I'm exhausted. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But while I'm on the road and like by myself, I'm like, huh, well, I wish that not all the time, but there are times where I'm like, well, I wish somebody else like I could talk to somebody or like I'll call somebody on the phone or like while I'm driving just to have the interaction. So I kind of like want the one that I don't have at the time. <laughs> like if I'm with people, I'm like, gosh, I yeah. wish I was alone. Or if I was alone, I'm like, man. I'm sure somebody here. Like I just, I just can't be happy. I think, yeah, I think you might be like driving yourself crazy with that, <laughs> trying to figure but, it out. Meanwhile, Ember is like, "Hey, I'm right here. You can talk to me." Oh, she gets an earful. She gets an earful all the time. I get the feeling Ember might be like the the homebody introvert dog mm-hmm. that just got dragged along on the adventure. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, we're going mm-hmm. to Utah, no matter yes. what I feel about this. Yes, she had a good time though. When she was out there, yes. she liked it, I think. Yeah. It's probably it's probably good for Ember to be, like, sort of like how you and Angie push each other in the workouts. Like, you're pushing Ember to, to be more active and not just be a, a freaking lazy stay-at-home couch dog. potato. Yeah. She couch, couch potato, potato. dog. Mm-hmm. Well, time. all right. So... Like we've learned about Katie, the professional, Katie, the person, like, are there any mantras or mottos or philosophies that guide you in life? Like, and sometimes it's just something like you repeat to yourself on the, on the difficult days or something that like you, uh, a phrase that you repeat to help get your mind right when you're going into work or whatever. Like, what is it for Katie? Like, what are the, what are the guiding principles for you or models or philosophies or whatever? Um, I guess, I don't know if I have it's an exact motto. Um, 
but just that not everything that happens has to be permanent, if that makes sense. Like things that are happening right now does not have to continue to be that way. Like you can always change. You can always change what you're doing. You can always change um, like where you live. You can change your job. You can like, you don't always have to be the same person. Like there's always that room for change. Um, there was a quote in a book that I read a couple years ago when I was in grad school and it said, keep being the beginner. And I always think about that, like never stop learning. Like you think you've learned everything you can, but like you're just beginning a whole new realm of what you can continue to learn. So like never kind of satisfy yourself with where you're at, like keep going, keep trying to grow. Um, in, in CrossFit world, I think it was, I think it was Greg Glassman that said, once you feel like you achieved mastery in a discipline, go back to the beginning and do all the fundamentals again, but this time paying closer attention. Mm -hmm. It's, I think it's a call to be, to have like the learner's mentality. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And one of the things that I think is like really helpful about this is that it can help keep like any feelings of failure at bay if you always have the learner's mentality. Like instead of like win or lose, it's either I win and things go well or I learn from it. Like we've done a lot of episodes of the podcast that just totally crashed and burned, Katie. <laughs> like we'll have an idea that seems awesome on paper and then we actually hit record and everything just like tanks. It just falls so flat. We're like, ah, oh. like we're like, so like we like the last episode I recorded right before this one was our 50th episode. And we we're looking back at some of the times that we just completely bombed. <laughs> <laughs> I love those. <laughs> it's like, and some of those uh, podcasts never see the, the light of day, which is thank God. Cause you'd be watching the podcast. Katie be like, who are these idiots? And how did anybody let them like have a record button? See, like, I think that those are the ones you need to show. Those are fun. <laughs> My ego tells me otherwise, Katie. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Th thank God for Dallas, though. Like, like he's such a skilled presenter, um, and like just you know, he's actually my best buddy. So like, even when things completely like, even when we completely suck at podcasting, it's a fun time because I'm hanging out with my friend. Either way, but I don't know if you know, like, but Dallas's background, he is background in theater, so he draws in drama and interest Fine. and intrigue to things that he can like he, he can like set up a story in a way that gets you captivated and then he's got a background in stand-up comedy and so like he has like he can make things funny that would otherwise be super serious and so like he can take you through the whole range of emotions of comedy and drama and like super serious and somber then into fun and playful and all that and he makes it a lot easier to do the podcast so i think i think the problem is me really oh my gosh <laughs> but yeah we we all learn <laughs> we learn from from you know doing things and when it goes well we learn from it and when we do things and it crashes and burns we learn from it and like also learn from it helps it, to, yeah. form, to form our character as people so one of my favorite questions to ask Katie is if you could make only one statement to the world, what would it be? Or to put it another way, like if you had to choose one thing to say on a billboard that's going to be seen by thousands or millions of people, what would that billboard say? 
and probably just keep going. Um, because like you said, like you are going to mess up, you are going to make mistakes. Life is not always going to be rainbows and butterflies and sunshine, but like keep going and you will see that like it will get back there or something better is coming. Um, like I said, you're not stuck where you are. Like everything, what's happening around you does not have to be permanent. It's not permanent. Like keep going and see, see what can happen if you don't give up. It, it almost, I get the feeling that you're sharing with us something that was shared with you. Like, is this a, a mantra that was adopted from like a dad or a mom or a, another like mentorship figure in your life? I don't know. Um, it could possibly, maybe not just in those exact words, but um, I mean, just growing up, you hit, I mean, I've hit my own struggles growing up, just like everybody else has, you know, and, you know, people sit and tell you, my mom would tell me, my coach would tell me, like, this isn't the end, like, you're allowed to mess up, it's okay, like, it's fine, like, try it again, see what happens, try it a different way, see what happens, like, you don't have to permanently fail, you know, just keep, just keep trying, you know, yeah. figure it out, if you don't figure it out, then, like, that's not how it's supposed to be like you'll find your the next thing you're supposed to be doing so right you have um you have a fascination with like impermanence or like the ability to change things up it almost mm -hmm. seems like katie has a need to have like the freedom to go out and explore the world yep. or hang out right here yep or, or like be totally by myself or mm -hmm. be with all the people is that yep. right like that's me that freedom. is me. I love my people, but I also like, you know, if I want to go and do something, I like being able to do that. Um, yeah. Freedom, Katie. So as you look ahead <laughs> in life, what most excites Katie Woldridge about the future? Or what do you most look forward to? That is such a hard question to answer. Um, I guess just really seeing where I end up. Like you said, like, am I going to stay here? Am I going to go somewhere else? Am I, who knows? I have no idea. So it's scary, not really knowing for sure, but it's also exciting knowing that I can if I wanted to. Right. There's a world of possibilities. Exactly. Uh, the world is your oyster, Katie. You could do anything. Exactly. Well, Katie, we want to say thank you to you for joining thank us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Today. And if anybody wants to learn more about our CrossFit thing, you can find out more about us at CrossFitEverdell.com. You know, use ye old Google machine like Katie did to Google CrossFit near me. <laughs> find, find us and then book it a works. conversation to learn more about what your unique CrossFit journey looks like. Katie, thank you for being a part of the podcast today. Thank you for sharing your story to all of our of audience. Thank you thank for you. tuning in and listening in. And you can, uh, you can, to be able to find this podcast episode both on the YouTubes as well as Apple Podcasts and Spotify and all the major podcast platforms, Katie. So everybody, thank you again. Have yourselves a beautiful and blessed, and as Dallas would say, championship day.